Bass vibrato, buddy. All right, all right, Alice, let's go. Flat. So flat. I can't even, I didn't even know. You don't even look good while you're singing. The worst thing I've ever heard. This is $1,200 a week for voice lessons, and this is what I get? Okay, I'm going to save it with the solo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Cruise Control. <laughs> it's your boy Cruise. Across from me is Control. Yeah. Does that sound like a better intro? Energy. <laughs> We need to do like an intro intro. I just don't like We've been saying that for like the last four episodes. Yeah, well, now we need like a catchphrase or something like. Now we, you. You've been saying that for the last four Yeah, I think we need it. That's going to take, that's going to be a thing that takes the pod to the next level. But my thing is like, why do you, like, people are going to get confused. They're going to really think that we call ourselves Cruise, you Cruise, me Control. And that's why the show is called Cruise Control, not knowing that it's our last name. It's Cruise and we control what we do. True. So we need to figure something out. So it needs to be like uniquely us. Yeah. Oh, how about we do like a back and forth, John? Like the sentence game where I say a word and then you say a word and I say a word and you say a word. Right. All right, here we go. Yo, balls. <laughs> it's. <laughs> you can't laugh. That should be our intro. It's just Devin's uh, wheeze laugh. All right, let's try to sound like an old tr- pickup truck starting up. Let's try this again. Welcome, balls. <laughs> Come on, Dave. I'm always starting with balls. Harry, balls. Chunky balls, <laughs> little. All right, come on, man. That's on you. But anyway, welcome to the cruise control. And Dave, this is a special episode because this is our 40th episode. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I had the piece of uh, upside down piece of stuck. Dang, in my, in my man, you're revealing what we eat, and I'm on a diet. <laughs> This is our 40th episode. It is wild that we've made it this far. Wow. One thing that I have to say wow. is that um, I appreciate all the love and 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 everybody reaching out for uh, uh, to us about the episodes, about the podcast. It's funny, Dave. Recently, um, I, this is going to lead into. A- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is going to lead into a quick. It is funny. This is going to lead into a quick shout out, though. Um, shout out to my uh, to a longtime cruise control listener, listening since day one. Uh, my man Christian. Lucia, Lucia, I don't know how to say his last name. It's like the breads, Lucia, Lucia. But shout out to my man Christian. I actually uh, went to his wedding on Friday. He married his uh, another wedding, another wedding that I went to by myself. No plus one, mm-hmm. <laughs> just one single piece of chicken. Plus zero, <laughs> plus zero for me. Uh, he got married to his girlfriend. They met freshman year of high school. 
like 10, 12 years later, they're getting married. So, Christian, shout out to you, brother. I was so happy to see you go out there and do your thing. You didn't choke up. You didn't you didn't stumble over your words when you gave your speeches. You was there. You had fun. I was happy to see all you go through this and happy to see your wife, Brianna, have a good time. Uh, she shouted out the podcast when I saw her during the, uh, during the wedding. She says she listens from time to time. She's not as big of a fan as Christian, but she does listen. So I just wanted to give a big shout out to those two. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see my friends and, and people close to me getting married. And, and to be honest, man, that's a that's a controller right there. Christian is a person who I can personally say since day one has been listening, along with every bunch of other people, man. Controllers out there are everywhere, Dave. Controllers out there are everywhere. I went to a, um, I actually went to a party for one of my friends, and and one of the one of my uh, mm-hmm. one of the guys there said, "Yo, my girl is like she calls herself a controller. She re- listens religiously to the episodes. Mm-hmm. She loves you guys. We have family members who listen to every episode. Obviously, T uh, Captain Harris, who was here last week, listens to every episode. We just got a bunch of loyal people. K, shout out to K and A, <laughs> all the K and A listening into the episodes. <laughs> I just did you shout out Kensington and Allegheny. K and A. I just wanted to just give a big shout out, man." Because you Yo. guys keep it going, man. Yo, spe- yeah, special shout out to Captain Harris, man. Yeah. He was, he was a big fan favorite. Yeah, he was. People was people loved that episode. Yeah, man. it people- was like thank you for your service. <laughs> Right, military appreciation. Everybody but. who I talk to start doing up downs when they when they start talking about Captain Harris. Man, they exactly. just felt it. They was just in their zone. They exactly. said their favorite cadence was Captain Jack. <laughs> Everybody just started doing cadences and all that when I saw him. Yeah, so. man, that was that was a great episode. It was very funny. It was fun to have somebody else who's not you um, sitting here to talk to. So. Yeah, that was great, man. We we've been we've been rolling along, man. I like it, man. We're gonna see where this thing goes. You know what I mean? But the next thing we need is an intro. I'm telling you. Yo, we need balls. <laughs> we don't need balls. I just realized what that sounded like. It was yo balls. <clears throat> but we need an intro, man. We could get it set up. We need an intro for the show. We need an intro for the top five. We need we probably, maybe need an outro. Uh, maybe not. I like playing the music at the end. I think that's a good way yeah. to end it. No, we did. We put out a, a, a call for anybody who makes music. Mm-hmm. Give us give us something to intro to top five. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. My DMs were bone dry. <laughs> yeah. Nobody hit us up. We ain't got no producers. But wow, man. 40 episodes. Crazy, man. You know, we here. So what's up? What, what we got for our 40th, man? This is a special one. We got to really... We gotta really blaze it up. So, so before I get into the episode, um, we gotta recap last week. So last uh, week for our top five, we did top five TV slash movie fathers. Right. And um, we didn't get a lot of votes this week. Um, I did get a vote for Captain Harris in the DM. Somebody texted me and said they wanted to vote for TJ, which was ridiculous. Matter of fact, he's not even TJ on the pot. He's Captain C A P apostrophe N Captain Harris. Got one vote this he, week. Didn't he put Goku on his list? Goku, he put Stan Marshall. From, dork alert. I wish I had a dork alert, a sounder, yo. He put the ball from South Park, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't Childish. It? Yeah, nutty. <laughs> he got a vote for real? He did. A DM one? That means they was, they was embarrassed. Yeah, they, yeah. So they did it in secret. said <laughs> anonymous. They put they made a fake account. Anonymous 86 says vote for Captain Harris. A 10 hut. Man, that's nutty, man. Did you get any text or anything like that? Well, seven of my coworkers said I won, but <laughs> I don't count those no more because they vote every week. 
You a nut, man. Why you get mad? I remember that episode. It was like episode four. <clears throat> One of my coworkers told me in real life that I took it this week. You got mad at me because he told me in person, and I brought it to the show. Yeah, we all got coworkers, man. <laughs> all right? And you got some, I got some. So you might as well not bring them up. So... Well, are so, we saying Captain Harris won? So, so uh, there's a vote. There was a vote on. Uh, there was a comment on Instagram that said, um, "What was the John Q comment again?" Um, you my hero. I, you my hero. I took that as a vote for me for you okay. because that's a John Q. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm gonna call this a tie. I'm gonna call this week a tie because we only got two votes. <sighs> Nope, nobody was really trying to vote. Nobody was really feeling the TV dads, TV movie dads. I couldn't even edge out Captain Harris, yo. <laughs> Captain. A soldier. Yo, he came in with authority, man. We should have did top five wars or something. <laughs> I would have said the war on terror. The war of the worlds. The war of the roses. <laughs> with Chio in the morning. Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yo. Call of Duty Cold War. Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> we just doing all the wars. But no, nah, so. Beyond so. Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Warm pastry. Come on, dude. It's toasted pastry. Um, so I'm calling that one a tie from last week. So shout out to Captain Harris. You did get. Uh, you didn't get your first official. Non Dave Dev win like it. You didn't get your first official guest. That would have been crazy if a guest came and win though. Yeah, came and, and, and won. we still got more episodes to go, so yeah. that could, that could possibly right, man. happen. Shout out, shout out to TJ. Right, shout out to. It. I mean, shout out to. <laughs> he only get the first the first noise. He get this many claps. <laughs> Captain Harris. So Captain Harris got. So I get to go it. first because I got a tie. Yeah, well you get, All right, to pick, you get to pick who goes. First. I get to I get to pick who exactly. goes first. This so week. Let's, All right. let's just jump right into this episode. Dave. What's up? We had a lot going on this week. We had a lot of stuff popping off. We had a lot of fun activities going on. Fun activities. But nothing, nothing more, Dave. I got. Let me tell you something, Dave. I got about three to four DMs, text messages from cruise controllers saying sending me the same link. Now, Dave. When I say when I say Drake Campagna, where does that take your mind to? Where do you go when I say Drake Campagna? Where does where does your mind go to? Probably like the greatest men of all time. <laughs> like the great, list top five greatest guys of yeah. all time. It makes me think: Are we naming our top five greatest humans? <laughs> right. Swag. I think a swag. Swag. Exactly. Top uh, Spanish artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. See. Si. See. Si. Pur- purified Mexican artists. See. Si. You could. You figure Dilmi Captain. See. Si. <laughs> so, I got a bunch of text messages, a bunch of um, DMs saying that Drake is going to jail, dude. What? <laughs> Say it ain't so. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Dev. You remember this jam right here? Yo, do I remember? Wow. Free him. Turn me up. Turn me up. It's gonna take some time to realize. Free Drake. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna want Hashtag free him. I don't think you're gonna want to free Drake after I read Why? What'd he do? You, dude. Drake Bell pleads guilty to attempted child endangerment. 
man. <laughs> that song took on a whole new meaning. So, Over your shoulder? Who are you talking to? So Drake... Uh, underage? So the article reads, Drake Bell or Jared... J- Jared Drake Bell. I didn't know his first name was Jared. I thought okay. it was Drake. Well, there's a, there's something with that name. So Jared from Subway? And yeah, he had the same... Yeah, Jared is a... Pie, yeah, child in danger. Wow. Man. So Jared's... Don't name me kids Jared. Yeah. <laughs> so Strike that off the list. So Jared Drake Bell is uh, facing up to two years in prison after pleading guilty on Wednesday to two cha- two charges against him relating to a girl who he met online and then attended one of his concerts in 2017. So Drake Bell, who was 34 years old... Um, is charged with a child endangerment, a felony, and this uh, decimating material harm, harmful to a children, a misdemeanor, and he agreed to plead guilty to it in court. So the sentence is uh, is ranged from uh, probation uh, probation to two years in prison, and his sentence hearing is on July 12th. So basically, what happened is in Cleveland on December 1st, 2017, Drake Bell, who also known as Drake Campagna, that's how the cruise controllers know him. They don't even know his name. Last name is Bell had posted a tweet saying that he had a show scheduled in Odin Concert Club there on that date. Mm-hmm. And that on that date, he had a conversation with a 15, 15, 1, 5, mm-hmm. how you say 15 in Spanish? 15? Mm-hmm. 15 años, year old girl. Una niña de 15 años? <laughs> oh, no! He had a conversation with a 15-year-old girl. Ay, fool. <laughs> <laughs> And um, it was like it was it was it was let's get serious. It was it was kind of, it was kind of it was sexual. They said they said that um, he said he sent the girl inappropriate messages on social media months before the show, and um, he was just telling her like some crazy stuff. They haven't revealed what he says yet, and they haven't revealed what the tweets were and what the what the DMs were. But it was a 15 year old girl at the time. He said, "You want to kiss at makeup point." <laughs> So now, some childish. So now Drake faces two years in prison. I think he should get more. To be honest with you, I'm gonna keep it a whole. Nuts, I'm gonna keep all it jokes aside. Let me let me let me get the seriousness out the way first before we joke. Keep it a bean. Let me get the seriousness out the way. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. That's just like legit. Our younger sister is older than that, and if Drake Campagna came up to my older sister, I mean my younger sister, he gonna have to see these hands. <laughs> Oh yeah, you rumbling Drake? I'll uh, listen. <laughs> well, listen to what? Just turn, <laughs> just turn around. As soon as he turn around, sock. as soon as he turn around, what's gonna happen? And walk out that sandwich, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him with the walk out that So you telling me your knuckles gonna kiss the ground with the force of the listen, uppercut that you gonna get? Listen, Drake. I'm gonna come through with the uppercut, right? Uh-huh. I'm gonna start from all the way back here. Power up. <laughs> Scrape the ground with my knuckles. It's gonna be sparks coming off of them. Okay. Sure you can you gonna touch his chin. Listen. <laughs> it's gonna be Drake and God. Is the new is the new uh, episode on t- on Nickelodeon. Drake and God. So just turn around. Just Jesus by yeah. him. <laughs> what was the song? Fuego. Uh, um, 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 mi corazón. Yeah, he's gonna be singing that. Fuego in lento, play. Bring that back up for me, Dave. Nah, nah. He's here. gonna be in Fuego Lento in hell. <laughs> he's gonna be playing a concert in hell next to the next to Beelzebub himself. <laughs> Drake and Beelzebub. That's wild, dude. That's nasty. That's man. wild. That's nasty. fifteen years old. She came yeah. to a show at Weird Odenkirk. Yeah, in uh, Cleveland. 
Cle- so, so she it was, was like in the front club. row of a, of a twenty seat club. Yeah, it was like a country club or something. Like that. <laughs> it was a pizza place. <laughs> who, who even goes to see his his episode, his shows for real? Episode. <laughs> well, at this time it was 2017, so I think he only had one song, and that was the theme song to Drake. <laughs> so I think that's where he was in his career at 2017. He was just playing the opening to the Drake and Josh uh, uh, title. And then he just was like, "What you think, man? You he, said you, he needs more years. Needs How many years? years? How many years is it? Should I'm, you get if you get caught with some child endangerment, child molestation? I'm giving you ten plus off Rippy in the worst in, in the naughtiest jail in America, and in, in the craziest jail in America. You getting ten plus for messing with a minor? Off Rip, dude. Mm. I'm I, and I, maybe even more." I hope he eats gruel sandwiches when he goes to jail. Dude. Maybe even more, seriously. Because I said ten plus. How do you how do you correct that thought in your head? However, oh, that you here, like here's what we do. However, young young people, young children. However old the the young lady is, plus ten years. Let's do that. Twenty five years in jail for this man. Let's mm-hmm. do that. So you never forget. Dang, I got to spend fifteen plus ten. Years. I don't like that. I don't like that rule. So what you want to do? I don't like that rule because then it'll encourage people to to go with younger. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, because of oh, that's and that's that's even worse. That's yeah. gonna encourage okay. Okay. molesters okay. to go younger. And if you, the younger you go, the further my knuckles is gonna scrape <laughs> in the ground. Like literally, like a seven year old or younger, my my hand is going through the actual ground, coming back up out of the ground for the uppercut. You're gonna kiss the earth's core with your <laughs> middle finger knuckle, dude. Bro, I'm coming out with molten hot lava, yo. <laughs> For a stupid chin, that's crazy though, man. And so many disgusting. People, so many people were sending me this because what a I, clown. Uh, a lot. Of, I think a lot of people recognize. That why that do people was, do that? That was a funny episode. What? Why do, why do people? Do why do people mess around with little kids? A mental disorder, maybe. Is it like a? Is this a self esteem thing? Is it a a power thing? In your in your mind, if you had to access the mind of a of a molester, I think it's a mental disorder. I think it's, it's just something's off. I think something's just it's off. an imbalance. Yeah, I think so. I can't I can't see anybody looking at a 12, 13, 14 year old girl and just being like as an adult. He's 34, you said? 34. So but at the time 2017 he would have been 29, 30? Yeah. Yep. Come on, man. 34, yep. So it was in 2017. On, so what was that? 5 years ago? Uh Math is wrong. 4. Yeah, four 20, years ago. 20, so yeah. you're thirty. So he was thirty years old talking to a fifteen year old girl. Yeah. Yo, use your defense mechanism when you get punched by Pop. <laughs> when you get beat up by your parents, use that John on me real That's, quick. This babe. is nasty, man. It's hard to even joke about it, but I, yeah, man. I hope. I hope. Wait, Nuts. Just, he might be stuck in that. He might be stuck in the Disney, no, the Nickelodeon mindset. So he, he looks at himself as like a young. He still thinks he's 16, 17 years Yeah, old. and maybe he, because he he was a child star, he maybe missed out on all them years. So maybe there's something, like you said, something off where he's like associating himself with youngness and, and that, that young mindset. Or he never left it since he was famous on TV. Because, like, how? How do you. Ew, man. And, and get this, though. To celebrate his 35th birthday, which was actually, I think, like a couple weeks ago or something mm-hmm. like that. After he, this was after he pled guilty. Okay. He went to Disney World and celebrated his 35th year old birthday. 
with his with his young son. He has a, a baby son, like an infant son, and his girl and his wife. Celebrate it. He was like, "Can we get on that fifteen year ride over there? <laughs> Can we get on the teacups?" <laughs> Boy got on the crazy I can, mouse. I, I can barely joke about it, yo. That's crazy. How do you celebrate? What was in the ball pit at Disney World, yo? <laughs> Singing. It's gonna take some time to realize. <laughs> he was yeah. singing Fuente Lego all sad on them uh <laughs> on the them t- swing them swings that swing around and you sit in a single seat with the chains that go all the way up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The carnival ride. <laughs> and he had on he had on Mickey Mouse uh jeans pants. Oh my god, <laughs> boy, need to go directly to prison for that alone. That outfit is trash. We looking at his outfit right now from when he went to Disney World. This man got blue jeans on with Mickey Mouse's face all over <laughs> and a red and blue striped shirt. What a nut. <laughs> Whoever, yeah, him and his... Send him to prison forever, man. Him, him and his uh, his stylist need to go to jail, dude. Send him to prison forever, That's man. That's horrible, Dave. That's horrible. Ne- we never shouting out Drake Campania again on this... i tell you this much. You're never going to hear Drake again out of this podcast. Never. i tell you that right now. Never. All of the controllers, you know what to do. And if I ever see that show, it's called and Josh to me. <laughs> Not even the and, because that includes somebody else. It's just called Josh. Josh. <laughs> Josh and Josh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm watching one eye closed, one eye open. I'm only watching Josh's <laughs> side of the screen. And you laughing out the left side of your mouth only, not the right side of your mouth. <laughs> 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 nah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> Sorry, I was struggling. I had both eyes closed. I couldn't do the noise and the oh eye at the same God. time. All right, man. Let's. That's yeah. Get write that off, man. I don't want to hear about topic. that no more. I, I um, like I said, a lot of the controllers messaged me this week, so I wanted to do that article for them. Mm-hmm. They obviously wanted to hear about it. Hear our takes on it. We don't condone any of that nastiness. And like we controllers, like we said, you ever hear that nastiness? You ever see, uh, see it? You ever in the presence of it? If I don't see your knuckles kiss the earth's core and come back up and punch somebody's chin hair off. Don't listen to this cruise control podcast anymore. I'm telling you, we don't condone that here. Drake, eat a big one. <laughs> that's that's from Dev and Dave. That's from Cruise and Control, off from the Cruise Control podcast. Nutty, man. So let's switch gears, Dave. Let's get off of that topic. Let's clear our minds. Let's let's jump into a little bit of hip hop, Dave. Let's kind of get back into the groove of the cruise control. How we usually get down with what we talk about. So, did you or did you not hear Little Duval's comments? On rapper Comedian Comedian Lil, So there's a comedian Named Lil Duval For those who don't know You can look him up Lil Duval The comedian His comments on The baby And the baby Is the rapper We talked about him okay, Before on the say? podcast What do he say He said The baby Is this generation's Ludicrous So I'm gonna let you Sit with that A little bit How do you How does that make you feel Now I wanna hear Your initial reaction Okay. No, that <laughs> So is it magical? That was a mistake press. Is it magical or what? No, I feel this. Crickets? What I need more context. So Ludacris last week was trending all over t- all over um Twitter because little Duval little Duval quoted uh little Duval was quoted by saying the baby is this generation's Ludacris and Ludacris fans were fired up. So actually, um they actually questioned the baby on this because the baby did see it. He was at the BT Hip Hop Awards. So, um, 
this article was written by Hip Hop DX, and they were they were you know interviewing people on on the red carpet at at the BT Awards. And little baby and the baby said he soup he said I'm super inspired by Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, Nelly, Eminem, Fifty Cent, everybody videos. I I they used to be crazy growing up. So I just definitely grew inspiration not only from Ludacris but from several other rappers of that generation. And he continues by saying, I'm just bringing the new thing to the table, and this year I'm one of the best doing it. So, Little Duval retweeted that interview, but it all stemmed just because he felt like their careers kind of lined up when he explained himself, saying that, like, the amount of hits that the baby got out now is kind of equal to the amount of hits that Ludacris had when he was fresh out and he was like a newer rapper. You know, I think this is the baby's second or third year give or take so he was trying to say by ludicrous second or third year he was pretty much on the same length as or the same wavelength as the baby and um for people who don't know luda has seven uh several multi-platinum albums he's in the fast and furious uh, uh films which are like one of the most are the one of the highest grossing fr- grossing franchises of all time he owns his own label he owns his own liquor he owns his own uh restaurant called chicken and beer <laughs> and then the baby he's earned two number one billboard uh top 200 albums he's 2020s um his albums kirk and blame it on the baby from 2020 have uh reached number one he's also number one on the billboards with his single rockstar with featuring rowdy rich he's also nominated for a grammy award six times beginning with his number one uh single suge so those are kind of how their careers match up with their accolades and what they've done so far Dave, I mean, maybe music-wise, I don't think their accolades stack up. Like, Ludacris just got too much, man. His, his He got too many platinum albums, right? He got too many restaurants. He got too, he got liquors. He, You name it, Ludacris has had his hand in it. And also, Fast and the Furious franchise, one of the biggest ever in movie history. So, I, I mean, maybe music-wise, could we compare kind of, this? like I said, this is like year three from the baby. Could we take some the baby, take some ludicrous, and kind of just go at it right now? See how they sound to us. Oh, you... This is disrespectful. I haven't even... You haven't even said a word. You let me talk for like two minutes I'm straight. over here. I was, my knuckles was about to scrape the ground <laughs> and come up right under the, your side of the I table. I didn't say anything. Through your microphone. <laughs> I didn't say this. Onto your chin. I didn't say yeah, this. Yeah, but you even read it with your eyes and you brought it up. Because I wanted... The baby? <laughs> yeah, he got hit. Dave. 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 I- I'm not even doing this right now. You got... We got to talk about it. That's that's a that's a tough ludicrous song. Come on, Dev. But let me let me give you something. This is this is Dev. Let me give you something right here. Let me give you something right here. Let me give you something right here. This is this is uh this is the baby's top song on um on Spotify right now. This okay. is um this is Rockstar okay. featuring Rowdy Rich. All right, this is Rockstar right here. Put that up for me. Woo. <laughs> 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 
How you pull up, baby? How you pull up? How you pull up? Ludacris don't have that, that tonal voice. Step in the kitchen. Let's go. Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock. My God told me to promise you gon' squeeze me. You better let me go the day you need me. You gon' squeeze me. <laughs> Dave. Did he say sniff a kitchen in the beginning? <laughs> I think that was the artist's, uh, the beat maker's tag. Like, how you pull up, baby? How you pull up? How you pull up? That's gotta be the beat maker's tag. I pull up. Stuff in the kitchen. Let's go. Something, something from the kitchen. He says, suffer the kitchen. <laughs> That's his beat maker? You know who made Southern Hospitality beat? Who? Pharrell. Oh, but I mean, suffer the kitchen and Pharrell has equal paths. You feel me? <laughs> like, let's do a producer battle. <laughs> suffer the kitchen versus Pharrell. <laughs> Who we taking? Suffer. <laughs> we got Suffer on the track. Well, come on. We can't just play one song. Give me give me some more Ludacris, man. Come on now. You're supposed to have Ludo on deck. I'll represent the baby for this for, for argument's sakes. I'll put the baby songs up right now. You give me some Ludacris songs, and we'll let the people decide. We'll let the, we'll let the music speak for itself. Right there off rip, I'll give that first round to Ludacris because Southern Hospitality is amazing. But let's see what else we got. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me now. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me now. Dad, I can do this all day. Give it to me now. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor. And I wanna. Make it so good, I don't wanna leave, but I gotta know what's your fantasy. Come on, Dev. I, I got you. But you controlling you controlling the boards right now. I got you. I got you. Okay. I, I don't even need to say the name of the song because everybody gonna know once I play it how it is. Let's get it. Let's go, man. Where's the jammer walkies at? All my 12 year olds turn up, let's go! Since, baby, oh, baby. Oh, and a lot of people don't know this, but one of our aunts is a devil. I needed some shit with some bobbins. I flew past the whip with that blunt, and my mop watched the swerve, and that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good pussy, fly her across the country. I finished the show, and I hop in it. I got me a milli, I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits, I'm a hot nigga. Oh, you asking for pictures with niggas? What's your name? Get the fuck out the spot, nigga. Trying to figure which deal I'm going to take. Uh-huh. Um, that made Aria shake, dude. Aria's out there got the shakes. Off of the baby right now. Come on, man. I'm gonna give round two to the baby. I think Bop was better than Lick You From Your Head to Your Toes. <laughs> what's, what's the name of that song again? <laughs> what's your fantasy, man? What's your fantasy, Disrespectful. Right, right. You know how I made that beat? Who? Suffer in the kitchen. <laughs> Suffer in the sucker tags. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Come on, man. I gotta give round two to the baby, Dave. He might be the modern day Ludacris, man. If that's what you playing me right now, Ludacris got good songs, but
babies. Lights out. <laughs> All right, that was a good choice, but this, but this song right here that I'm about to pull up, put the baby on the map. Raise my volume for me real quick, pop. Who you a fool for this? Uh, Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah, I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good. What good. else? Play if you want, let's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first nigga play on my body, and then I just check my balance. I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch. Get caught with your hoe and I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. Ah. Say I'm the GOAT. Act like I don't know. But fuck it, I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out a hundred to show you our pockets is different. Wow. I'm got two, two, one right now. Um, ludicrous. <laughs> come on, but, man. But, but the baby. What's that song called? This song here? Yeah. Shug. Yeah. I should turn this off. <laughs> In the episode for you, what was Lil Duval thinking, man? I don't need to go back and forth. This is a this is a non. Yeah, it's only three songs. Non-topic. I only wanted to do three songs. I think his thought process, like I said, the baby has been here for about three years. Think two to three years mainstream. I think he was saying at this time of Ludacris's career, they might have been the same. No, I, I, I can I can try I think to. That was his that was his idea. I can try to access like where he's coming from if he's saying that uh in terms of like their level of poppiness or or the way that they're percolating in hip-hop fine my thing is Ludacris's impact on like pop culture in general and just culture was way way higher like what is the baby doing that is any different from uh what's the guy Roddy Rich? Uh, the the other one, little. There's like seven babies, by the way. Yeah, but little, little baby and and the baby yep. is out at the same time. Yeah. So the baby, little little baby, they they're kind of doing the same. They're, the impact is the same. It's just I'm making hot club music. Ludacris was actually impacting culture. There's a big big difference. It, it's just it's disrespectful. Is why I'm saying that. And I know that when we have stuff now, when we have stuff now, we try to right. find comparisons to the past to kind of make parallels or give somebody a sense of like bridging the gap between those two. And oh, if you think Ludacris was great in his time, well, the, the, the baby's his version of this. It's not the same. It's not the same. And I hate to sound like an old head on this one. Yeah, you're very much. Older. I hate to sound like an old head, but I do give different level of credit to artists from that win that time frame. And Luda falls in this category. Where you really had to push your stuff out to become the star that you are. You actually had to push physical copies of your music. People had to go buy your CD. So the hustle was harder, you're trying to say. No, I just think it was a more... It, it, was, a, it was a different kind of grind. And I think one that yielded more of a true understanding of what the demand was. Where now with single streaming, the baby could put out an album that's garbage. But have the one song on it, Bop or Suge or whatever, and that has four billion streams. So it's like, oh, great. But people be playing that at like three year old birthday parties and stuff. White people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a it's not a it's not a reflection of the true demand to get up, go to a record store and buy this the, the CD word of mouth or whatever the case may be. Red light district. You had to go buy the CD. Then that's different. I don't know. They, I, 
I don't I don't see the comparison. That's all I'm saying. I just I, I would I would I would agree in the sense of maybe at this time do I think Ludacris is a better artist? I do. I did the whole Not to mention that. He's just a better rapper. Yeah, just just all around. The ball he just he goes a little too fast. Because uh, and the baby has the same flow throughout all songs and he's been criticized about that right. heavily. And he's in he's in kind of a lot of hot water now. Did you hear that stuff with him and Megan Thee Stallion how he he did that song with Tory Lanez and he was kind of linking Yeah, I did hear about that. And she, I did he, hear about that. He he actually Who cares? Uh, he actually shot, you know, Megan Thee Stallion in the leg or something like that. So she kind of called the baby out saying like, oh, I, gonna- I, th- I was confused. I thought you just said the baby shot Megan Thee Stallion in the leg. <laughs> no, no, no. It's- I'm like, she need to put a bulletproof <laughs> jeans and the vest on. <laughs> she just be getting leg. shot frequently. She just, she just need a bulletproof leg altogether. <laughs> How you keep getting shot? Nah, but Tory Lane shot her and she was upset that he did a song with him. So I kind of see he's in a lot of hot water now. And there's a lot of stuff that's going on with him that he needs to kind of check himself about and think about. But comparing yourself to Ludacris, I think Ludacris' accolades are way better. Do I think the baby could reach that? I think he could. I do think he needs a little bit more time. Ludacris has been here for how long? And like I said before, he got his own restaurant, got his own brand of liquor, got his own movie franchise where he's making millions off of that with the Fast and Furious. You like the baby as an artist? No. Okay. (laughs) I don't care whatever else he's trying to say. But I'm just saying he could reach those levels. I feel like any of these artists, artists could reach those levels that we, the people that inspired us to listen to hip hop and the people that we like to listen to hip hop. I think you give the baby a chance to kind of reach that level. No. Nah. Why? No. Nah. I mean, <laughs> I'll give like Suffering the Kitchen a, a chance <laughs> to be among the great producers. Suffering the Sucker. T- I can't believe but it. But I'm not, I'm not giving the baby a chance. Nah, I'm good. I'll let Suffering the Kitchen come up. I'm going to look up his discography. I don't think his name is Suffer in the Kitchen. I think it's Serving in the Kitchen or something like that. Or sur- su- um, su- Succulent <laughs> Kitchen. I I'm don't Googling know. Suffer in the Kitchen. I'm pretty sure that's not his name. 100% that's not his name. He just produced the, the baby song. That's all he did. All right, first article. Who says you have to suffer through your kitchen remodel? <laughs> Written in the Seattle Times. <laughs> Okay, that's an interesting song. I'm pretty sure that's not Next article, five common chef injuries suffered at work (laughs) and how to avoid them. In the kitchen. (laughs) Chef injuries. What's a chef injury? (laughs) Ah, Brooke, what's that you love? (laughs) What's that that voice I just made for a chef? (laughs) I dropped the my meat, the ball. uh. Oh, no. I broke my ratatouille. <laughs> I lost my mouse. My mouse. <laughs> Remy. <laughs> Yo, suffer in the kitchen. It's got to be serving in the kitchen. Nevertheless, though, Dave, um, that was just an interesting article that, or interesting topic that was brought up throughout the week. It caused a lot of debating this week, and I wanted us to kind of debate it and bring it to the show. I don't know, man. I give him give him a chance. That's all I'm asking. Just give the baby a chance. All right. I just gave him that chance. <laughs> what happened? I'm done. <laughs> I did it. Oh my god. What else we got, man? I mean, it's I I came up with a couple articles. Do you got anything <clears throat> that you wanted to yeah, share? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did want to. I did want to ask you. Did you see Lil Nas X kiss that dude on stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> You did. How many times you watched the video, Dad? So, 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 hold up. You talk about Lil, Lil Nas X. Um, 
the 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 old town road guy. Let's let's give people people should know who he is, right? We talked about him before. We talked about Call Me by Your Name. Mm-hmm. Um, we, he was twerking on the devil for the let's jog some people's memories. We told ourselves we would never listen to this. Song, I called right? it bad just today. It was this song. It was this song that he kissed this guy to. It was? Yes. Okay. So he twerked on the devil and then kissed the boy. Romantic talking, you don't even have to try. You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, all I see is bleeding white. Baby, you live in the life, but nigga, you ain't living right. So at the BET Awards this year, Lil Nas X. Okay. Perform Montero Call Me By Your Name Okay Which we covered In a previous episode And then towards the end Of the uh, Actually the The performance Did you get to see it? Uh, no I okay. just saw I saw that um, Like it was on Twitter Like yo So the, the performance Was actually Partially a tribute To Michael Jackson Okay oh, so yeah. They he, were wearing Like the Pharaoh They did like you uh, Remember the time Okay Type oh, video where So okay, they okay, wore okay. like Pharaoh stuff Whatever Right 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 And uh, there was like Pyramid And blah 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 So at the end of the performance, he goes up the steps to the pyramid, and then like all the background dancers are like pop locking their way up the steps, or whatever. All was- and then two, <laughs> two just like buff men, okay, rise up next to him on either arm. He puts his arms around them like this, like I got y'all. Yeah, like around the neck. Was it like what's and up, then he- homie? No, no, it was like like <laughs> it was like essential, like. Mm. Like his arm just snaked around their neck, all <laughs> sensual like. Okay. And then the one boy, he took his chin, and he just turned it, turned his face towards them, uh-huh. and they just started kissing. Mm, French. But listen, it was a, it was like a kiss, kiss. It was a passion. It was a kiss, kiss. Yeah. It was a lovey dovey kiss. No, it kiss, wasn't like a, like a tap. Like. <laughs> it wasn't a peck. It was like. <laughs> Ew! How you kiss people, dude? It was a kiss, dude. Are you eating water? <laughs> what was that noise? It was all tongue work. Oh, wow. Yes. It was a passionate joint. Yes. Okay. How'd that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, hey, love is love, right? Yeah. Pride month. I heard, I, I actually... <laughs> happy pride? It is happy. It is pride month still. Happy but, pride month. But look, I, I don't care so much about the actual thing because people do performances to like raise the stakes or like do something outlandish and people have done worse all the time people have done right. worse Janet Jackson exposed her whole nipple on the during the Super Bowl right Madonna and um what's her name kissed on on stage who uh Britney Spears they kissed oh yeah they remember did. Christina Aguilera and and Britney Spears and Madonna performed yeah uh um Lady and then Marvel. Madonna Madonna turned over to the side kissed Britney Spears on the mouth and right. that was a passionate kiss yeah they kissed it, for a minute but they didn't care cuz i guess there was two women well, but that that's like what everybody's talking about yeah. is like if two women kiss or if there's a women's sex scene in a movie where two women and they happen to be lesbians or whatever mm. or portraying lesbians. Me like he. <laughs> it's like, no, let me people stop. have no issue with it, especially right. men. Right. But with him kissing a man is like people are up in arms saying my kids are watching. Why would you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I hate that argument. That you So I don't care so much about the performance because like I said, per- Performances, people try to push the boundaries and do visually, they do like very over the top stuff. It's more so like the dialogue that people are having outside of the space around like what's acceptable, what's not. Yeah. And one of the things that I thought was interesting was one of the things I thought was interesting was somebody said, Oh, you're so insecure about your sexuality that you go over the top like this and go out of your way. To do outlandish stuff Because of your insecurity And he responded back 
Lil Nas X did on Twitter and said, yeah, I'm insecure about my sexuality because I've had to like keep it dormant for so many years. Right. So in a way, I'm doing this to kind of make up for the fact that I was repressing all those feelings of who I am and just being myself. So, yeah, I'm going to express myself. I'm going to try to get, push myself out of my own comfort zone. Right. I thought that was a pretty articulate response to that. I respect I respect little, little Nas X a lot because he's the one... The only guy I think in hip hop right now who's 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 he's the only guy in hip hop right now who's doing that right like he's the only guy in hip hop from my memory that is, is he's is, not a hip hop but okay he's considers himself a hip hop artist I, right? I don't well are you who cares what you have to say he's just a pop artist <laughs> all right an artist he's one of the few artists out right now who's out who's out like that and who's put it's like he's putting it in your face every time you turn on his music videos which are very popular which a lot of kids listen to it's all over Fortnite and stuff like whatever the case may be he's throwing that in your face like this is who i am this is and what that's what parents kid- are scared of they scared the kids gonna go play Fortnite uh-huh. and then start kissing bulls their best friend <laughs> in the middle of a in the middle of building a fort in the sky i remember i'm <laughs> I remember Louis C.K. had a funny take on this, and I've always agreed with him. He talked about the same thing. Like, parents are always like, well, how am I supposed to explain that to my children? How am I supposed to talk to my children? He was like, just explain it. He was like, they're your shitty kids. Like, you're the one who's supposed to do that. That's your job. You're, you can easily explain anything else. You can explain when somebody dies in the family. You can explain habits that your dad, if your dad drinks and the mom explains, oh, your dad's a drinker. This is what he does. That's a good yada, point. Yada, yada, yada. You can yeah. explain everything else, but you can't explain that a man can love another man, a woman can love another woman. Yeah. It's not like you're projecting <laughs> that onto a child. Yeah. You just be like, yeah, that, that exists. That's what happens. Men love men in this world. Women love women. And if men and love women if you have those feelings that's cool yeah <laughs> it's literally and you you don't it. need to know who you love yet because you're five yeah and you're still learning if a square block goes yeah, into so a circle go ahead, let's practice like- tying your shoes <laughs> yeah it's like sexuality is such a weird thing for people and it, it's people really need to wise up man at the I, end of the day I, i'm telling you i hate it man i hate when people are like how am i people just need to, to wise up kids? like who cares i hate when people say you're pushing it on the kids and it's forcing them to do something like when we when the kids when we're young we turn on spongebob and and, and, and or, or mr krabs is looking at a girl he's interested in a woman or you turn on ed and Nettie and the and the kids are looking to at the girl naz and looking to get with the one girl but nothing else and it's like we grew up with that. It's subtle, right? You don't pay attention to it until you get older. It's subtle. All of our childhood kids or our, our cartoon characters or TV characters liked women or liked girls. So that's what we grew up watching all the time. Go to school. Our parents would tell oh, us yeah, about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like just because they're giving you another narrative doesn't mean anything. It, do- it doesn't mean a thing. They're just telling you their story. People just need to grow up at the end of the day. Yeah. Also, on a, from a different perspective... An angle. I am also just kind of tired of this. Like, it feels like this happens once every whatever. It's happening more frequently now, which, again, is cool because it should be normalized. Mm-hmm. But I am kind of fatigued from just like the constant ignorance of people. Yeah. The same. Well, why would you show this on TV? <laughs> My son, he started kissing his male <laughs> action figure. He's like, Mom, I want to be a little Nas X. <laughs> Call me when you want. Call me when you need. <laughs> they should be. They should be boycotting. Call me by my name, mom. They should be boycotting his corny music. I know. That's why. That, and that's what I was about to say too. Like, all this aside, that song is God kind. I, I don't even care for it. 
He could kiss all the boys he want, just make better music. Yo, listen, he could kiss 97 bulls back to back on stage. He probably, if, if the song after he, after he did that was better than this. Kiss as many bulls as you want. Yo, this is like a... If you made a better song, he, please. He was drinking a Sprite to this joint. <laughs> Just like a spicy, a, a carbonated drink while shaking his belly or something. Drinking a Sprite, listening to this. My kids, if my kids are listening right now, close your ears. I don't want they worried about the kissing, they need to listen to them lyrics. <laughs> when I grab on your ass in Hawaii, <laughs> give me a spray. <laughs> I want to bust in your mouth and you try, man. He was saying some, some nastiness, yo. <laughs> Nasty Nas. Oh, why drinking a sprite? <laughs> That's a Sprite commercial exclusive, right? The boy drinking a Sprite, that song playing in the background, and he's talking about himself. <laughs> I could be a rapper one day. <laughs> Drink Sprite. <laughs> Remember that Sprite commercial where the, where the boy be like, oh, you're a rapper? She'd be like, rapper? <laughs> I'm a multi-generational artist. You remember that? It was a quarter store regular John. <laughs> like, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious, dude. That's Man. hilarious. <clears throat> um, something else happened at the BET Awards. Cardi B performed Prego. Oh, she performed. Oh, she was pregnant. I didn't see this. Yes, Cardi B announced she was pregnant. Okay. She performed on the BET Awards that same night that Lil Nas X was kissing bulls in her mouth. Mm. And she had a little baby bump kind of poking out. She actually had it highlighted, you know, with a little leotard type situation, but the belly was exposed, exposed and kind of poking out. And um, what was interesting was she posted a picture that kind of went viral. It didn't kind of go viral. It went viral of her being pregnant again. Mm -hmm. So it's like her belly and her like boobs are out, but it's covered with white paint. So it's like kind of like a shell looking thing. Um, But it was funny because under the picture, you know, on Instagram, you have to mark if a picture is a sponsored photo or not. Right. Like if an, if a thing is an advertisement, if it's a sponsored uh, posting. Right. And it says sponsored under her picture. So then people was like questioning, like, who's the sponsor of this birth? <laughs> Gerber baby. <laughs> Sprite. Sprite. <laughs> her baby uh, in the belly uh, kiss another baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> like who's there? Who, 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 did you do that as a promotional who thing? Sp- who would sponsor Cardi B? Oh, what's Maybe the paint company that painted her belly. <laughs> That's true. Sherwin Williams. <laughs> this this post is brought to you by Sherwin Williams. We painted that belly. <laughs> yeah, and, she and was a sponsor. And what song did she uh, perform at the John? Um, call me by my name. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the name of the song? It's call me by oh, call me by your name. That's the that. that's the pick right there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So her she was. 
She and it was, says sponsored. It says on sponsored it. under her. So right. she was like, but the painting, she was painted like if she was butt naked and her, she was painted yeah, like all like white. her nipples are, are out. Right. And it was all white. Right. Okay. So who cares? It was sponsored by <laughs> Nippleopolis. So why do I care about Cardi B's baby again? It was sponsored by Dr. Miami, apparently, because. By Dr. Dre. Cardi has had some work done, but listen. <laughs> and she had it with the same bull, right? What's the name? Uh, uh, take a um, offset. Take off. What? Which one was it? Offset. Offset. Man. Offset. Offset. Okay. All right. Cool. Con- shout out to Control Off the Lead. <laughs> okay. So right here on still on site, which is a Instagram kind of like gossip post page, whatever. Sponsor posts are typically something one does to receive increased engagement on a piece of content. When year round end up reports reveal. When year-end roundup reports reveal the most liked photo of the year or the biggest pregnancy announcement of the year, a sponsored post can be eligible for the achievements despite it being a paid post. So it's just a way for her to come up on the fact that she's releasing that she's a maternity pregnant. photo. That's so corny. Do you are you against that? Yeah. Are you against making Why are you trying coin? To collect the check off of your baby that's not But even in a way yet. she's manipulating the system. How? Because Instagram is all about for for these influencers and people who are famous, Instagram is all about how can you generate traffic and money. In a way, she's making money for Instagram by the amount of people that she has engaged on it, the amount know. of likes. I don't know, bro. So she's like, all right, then I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make something off of it. I, I don't know about that, bro. I, I don't agree with it. I don't like. You think I don't like baby making, is off limits? I don't like making money off of a kid, especially a baby who's not even here yet. What do you think they're gonna name the baby? The first one was named um, Culture, with a K, right? Yeah. What's this one gonna be named? Um. Uh. <laughs> Upside down by <laughs> Culture. Um, they be, these, these celebrities be naming their kids whatever. Yeah. You know, left. What's another thing for what's a, what's a culture? Um, agriculture. Shop. <laughs> Agri. Agri B. <laughs> Uh, agri and culture. <laughs> Agriculture. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's funny. Oh man! Even the crowd laughs. Shout out to the crowd. Shout, Shout out, out to the crowd. The live audience here today in studio with us. But um, but yo Dave, yo Dave, let's let's, let's kind of switch gears a little bit more. Um, we talked about the stuff that happened at the BT Hip Hop Awards. Shout out to Lil Nas X for continuing to to be a. a uh, out there and continuing to, to be his true self. Shout out to Cardi B for making thousands of dollars off of an unborn baby. But in the beginning of the episode, Dave, mm-hmm. as our intro song, that was that new Tyler the Creator album. Yeah, Dave. Tyler dropped. Tyler dropped a new. I think album. it was this past weekend. Friday, Friday. I think I think it was Friday. The song, the album is called um, "Call Me When You Need Me" or something like mm-hmm. that. Call me when you get lost. Yeah, call me when you get lost. That was the name of the album, mm-hmm. and. Uh, DJ Drama produced the album. Right. Thanks to Grizzly. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler the Creator went on uh, in, uh, Twitter, put out a video saying like he wanted to do this album. His, this is like a big thing for him. Um, the, um, who was DJ Drama was like a big fan of, or he was a big fan of DJ Dramas. He wanted to do this his whole life. He had a lot of doubters and haters that said he couldn't do it. And he finally, so it was a very emotional tweet, a very emotional video that he put out. He was very happy for this album. Did you happen to listen to the album? I did. I listened to a couple of tracks. How did you feel first? I thought it was all right. It, it didn't necessarily hit me like a work of art kind of thing. Like, 
you know, it's easy for me now to recognize what I feel like is an excellent product or or project versus not. Right. And this didn't hit me the same way as um, Cole's John did. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Agree. Like, when you listen to Cole's John, you're like, what? It, I'm listening to something that's different. Yes. This didn't feel that way to me. And I don't know what it is about Tyler, the creator, but I, I can't put my finger on it. Like, he's talented, and I acknowledge his talent, artistry, whatever. It just is something, it's like a little missing ingredient that I can't put my finger on. That I just don't, I can't bop to him consistently. You know what I mean? Right. I don't have many Tyler Johns on my, like, hip-hop playlist that I want to put to ride in a car or whatever. And I, I would say this. I am a fan of Tyler, the creator. I, I became a fan of his. Yeah, I, I wouldn't uh, go that. Personally, I wouldn't go that far. Two or say three album ago that I, that I, when I say I'm a fan, I listen to your albums when they drop. So that's why I, I might not think they're good. But I give it a listen. I didn't know this came out till you sent it to me. Right. I might not think they're good, but I will listen to it because I, I, I like some of the songs I've heard in the past. I'll give you a chance. Like the baby, I'll listen to. I'm not a fan of his, but I'll listen to a couple songs. I won't listen to his full album, though. So comparing the two, I'm more of a fan of Tyler, the creator. So I listened to the album. It had a lot of different beats. It was it was uh, it was it was it was it was just different. Yo, you know? did you did you hear what's up? You know, I'm I'm a big fan of the Joe Budden podcast. Right, right. Did you hear the debate they had about Tyler versus J. No, Cole? I didn't I don't listen to versus <laughs> Tyler versus One of the listen, Tyler Dad, you're versus gonna you're gonna find this J. Cole interesting. You're gonna find this interesting and amusing. J. Cole. One of the co hosts on that show, uh, when they were talking about this album, I think on their their last episode, said that Tyler the Creator is everything that people think J. Cole is. And he started going down the list about how J. Cole gets all the accolades and all the respect for his lyricism. Okay. And he argued that it's debatable that Tyler might be a better rapper. Mm, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not then, a debate. It's not a debate. He said Tyler makes produces better songs and makes better beats how for you, himself. How would you say that? <laughs> Does he understand? That Tyler literally came out and that this album was produced by DJ Drama. He's on every yeah, I song. Yeah, don't, I don't actually know why He's on every this song. triggered that because it was clearly a DJ Drama project. And that's and, and, and look, all shout outs. I'm not, I'm not, I don't doubt that Tyler has some hand in it. Yeah. But this whole, that is, is debatable at best. I don't know what, uh, I'm not familiar enough with. Tyler's like credits, song credits to know if he did songs that I'm not aware of that of the, you know, did the beat. But I don't hear people saying his name like all crazy. Yeah. I mean, Cole has a couple joints where it's like, oh, he made that beat. Right. Oh, that beat is different. The, I think one of our top fives I had played uh, the Power Trip song. I think it was the Cole versus Kendrick one we did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, that beat is. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's Coco Melon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And right. then, you know, so I was just like, this is crazy that they're actually making this comparison. What do you think? I, <clears throat> Lyrics is different for everybody. So everybody might take what Tyler says a little bit different than what J. Cole says. They grew up in two different lifestyles, two different backgrounds. They're different rappers. They rap about different things. So you might connect with one more than the other. I'm going to take lyrics out the way fully because I, that's from person to person. Production wise, no matter if you came from the hood or if you came from the suburbs, production is all about what you got the ear for. What what catches your ear when you're listening to different albums and different records and stuff like that. How are you going to say this guy's a better producer when DJ Drama, you're going off of his last album. You're going off of 
Call me or when you need or call call me when you're lost. You're going off of that album. It wasn't even produced by him. It was produced fully by DJ Drama. Who, by the way, shout out to DJ Drama, got a got some beats out there. Right, you played the what's that Corso track? That's yeah, the, the cor- Corso. Yeah, the Corso track in the beginning. That you like beat, the beat on that beat was all right. Uh, that beat was I, again. Good. I don't know what uh, Tyler produced or didn't produce on this album. If he contributed to it, whatever. But I would probably agree with you that I think Cole has a little bit more of a reach and impact with the songs that he's produced on his own. Correct. And I don't think I'm gonna be honest. Like Tyler won. All those awards for that. What was it, Igor? Last album, right? Yep. The one that was all sing songy and stuff. Yeah. I really, I wasn't. Did you hear the whole album? Yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. I liked the album. I wasn't blown away, but I liked it though. People was treating it like it was a Picasso painting or something, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like I... Basquiat started singing or something like that. <laughs> he was calling it a work of art and stuff. I was just yeah. like, oh, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I thought it was okay. I liked a couple songs. I got a couple of them on my um on my playlist. But still, I just Tyler's a little too like left for me. He's just yeah. he's a little too experimental, he's, a little too he's, like he's chilling. But oh, he, his, I'm a walking paradox. <laughs> I'm gonna eat a cockroach. <laughs> Give me a sprite and a cockroach. <laughs> Looking for some buff neck men for some hot butt sex. Oh, yeah. that? He did rap that. <laughs> like I, he said, I'm looking through the index. <laughs> For some butt, for some buff neck n words, so we can have butt sex, hot butt sex, not cold, hot butt sex. Never, nevertheless, um, what Me I d- flex looking through the. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. That was a hilarious freestyle, though. I give him that. He is a funny dude. He's funny. I, w- I will say he's this not Jay Cole, though. Man. Yeah, that's you're comparing. Him. You're comparing now, and I'm not prepared to say Tyler. Is gonna be among this generation's elite rappers. Like I'm not gonna sit there. I don't want to go 15 years from now and be walking through Times Square and see a painting of all the hip hop greats and Tyler the Creator's faces there with a little hat. <laughs> he got, he got time. He got one time. of them little soft hats. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they be wearing with the, with the duckbill front, but the hat is <laughs> the top is like all made of <laughs> of kind felt of material or whatever. <laughs> I hate them stupid hats, yo. I will say this though: you're, when you're comparing Tyler the Creator, you're comparing him to J Cole. I don't think that's fair. I think they're on two different levels. I think J Cole is great. If you wanted to do comparison, I would compare DJ Drama, who was a great producer. I would compare that because, like you said, like we said before, J Cole, and and and, and let me be honest with you, DJ Drama to me is probably on another level production wise than J Cole. I well, yeah, J. Cole, J. Cole is like... He's he's more of a rapper. Yeah, he's he like has, lower tier production. If you want to have like a production uh, who, artist who produce their own stuff on the side, kind of, yeah. you can have the conversation. But yeah. he's not among the elite yeah. top tier. Yeah, he's not He's not up there. Let's, let's, let's tone all that down. <laughs> and Tyler definitely isn't. If you're talking about comparing no, Tyler to even, some of the greats... Tyler's not even... I mean, think about the greats. Who we got? Timbo. We got Pharrell. Come on, Kanye. Come on. We got a uh, Havoc from from uh from uh Mob Deep. We got Suffer in the Kitchen. Su- <laughs> Suffer in the Kitchen. <laughs> the I'm talking the greats, Dad. RZA. RZA. Suffer in the Kitchen. <laughs> Pharrell. Dre. Suffer in the Kitchen. It goes Dre. Suffer in the Kitchen. Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> I, I will. I, I. You know what that. 
This it's got me thinking a little bit though, man. Let's get this top five. It's going, got me man. thinking a little bit though, because man. we got to redeem this whole conversation by talking about what the real deal is when it comes to production. So, so, so for this week's top five, y'all, we got we're gonna just. Do- Top five, it's American. That's five. our top five song until somebody gives us something better. If you don't want to hear that nonsense stock sound, one of you artists, rappers, it can even be a singer, somebody who sings like them emo songs about slitting your wrist or whatever. Give us a song to enter our top five. Billy Eilish. I wanna slit my wrist for this top five. Cause I'm a bad guy. Anything. Come on. Yo, listen, for this week's top five, since we're talking production, since we're talking DJ drama, J. Cole, we talked about some of the greats. We're going to get into the top five beats of all time. And we're going to, there's been a lot of beats. Don't get me wrong. There's been from all genres, but we're going to stick with hip hop. So top five hip hop beats of all time. Mm -hmm. Now, this is going to be a hard list. This is going to be a list that we're going to need an honorable mention on. So we're going to do that. We're going to give you a top five plus an honorable mention. Now, Dave, you won last week. Mm-hmm. We, got, we, gave, we gave you that We gave you that win because TJ's not here. It was a tie between you and him, but I didn't get no votes. So we're going to give you that W for last week. Mm-hmm. Who goes first? Wow, what an honor to yet again be picking who goes first. One of my many wins. <laughs> we should do an all-time tally, too. Of the wins and losses on on top fives, we could do that. We need to start doing that because we forty episodes in. But all right, I'm gonna go first. Okay, that's the type of energy I'm bringing today. Oh, you, oh, oh, you off the rip first. We doing top five beats in hip hop history according to us. Yes, sir. Okay, now this is not objective. I, we got to start being clear, right, Dev? I said a while ago we need to be clear. This is like us, right? Or is this like are you trying to be objective in your no, approach? No, no, no. This is this is what we are personally. So this is like what what you feel, what hits you in my chest. Okay. So this is not like oh, Houdini, like <laughs> <laughs> rappers yeah. delight because yeah. uh, the impact. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, make the music with your mouth, Biz. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got it. You it's got a Melly Mel on the Grand Faster Five <laughs> because they started hip hop. <laughs> This is like we we mess with these beats. We got it, Dave. Right. Come okay. on, let's get okay. right into it, bro. Come on. I'm just right making sure. It. I'm just making sure because then we come with technicalities later. Talking about everybody be like, oh, Dev's cultural impacts on his <laughs> cultural <laughs> impacts. All right, All right, come on, let's get into it, Dave. So I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna start it off. Top five beats in hip hop history. Coming in at number five for me. Okay. I'm gonna just. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just kick in the door with this one, baby. Oh. I see where you. Turn your radios up to level 10, let's go! Your brain on the top was short like leprechauns As I crush so-called willies, thugs, and rapadons uh. Get in that ass, quick, fast, like Ramadan It's that rap phenomenon, Don Dada Fuck Papa, you got to call me Francis Come on, Dad Coming in at number five for me is the is the kick in the door beat From Biggie's uh, Life After Death album And that beat was made by none other than than DJ Premier himself. Ooh. DJ Premier, Premier, Ooh. Premier. 
Come on, Dev. I started out with a Titan. I can't. I, I, DJ Premier is like the quintessential boom bat producer. If you want to have beats that just feel like hip hop, like they literally feel like they were born in like a hip hop laboratory. Okay. The heart of it, DJ Premier is the person to produce those. He just makes beats that are delicious. The reason I like that one is because that's like, that's heavy. That's heavy. That's like stomping through the street. Right. Stomping through the street, just hard body type beat. That's heavy. You feel powerful. All right. I'm a, you, you done? Because <laughs> this is where we separate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dev. Are we not we separate at number five. You want me to show you? Come on, man. Coming, in, coming in at number five for Dev. Uh, Dave, when I tell you that we separating right here, right now, Dave, come on, Dave. We separating, Dave. Dave, we on the other side of the earth right now, Dave. We separated, Dave. Say what? Say what? Follow me. Nigga, Motherfuckers wanna act logo, hit it with numerous shots with the fofo. -fo. Facts wanna do the popo, smoke them like cocoa. Fuck rap, coke by the boat load. Fuck that on the run by gun high, one eye closed, left holes, who some got closed. Okay. I can bullshit clock with the full clip. Motherfuckers better duck when the full spin. One shot can make a nigga do a have we separated? I think so. <laughs> oh my God! Happy boy. Listen, oh, I'm not choking. gonna say the N word. I'm, the, the other part, or the other uh, phrase for this song was "Jigga what, Jigga who." Jay Z featuring Big Jazz, produced by who? Dave, you know. Tell me. Timbo the King. Timbo the who? Timbo the King. The King. Timbaland. Timboland. Come on, dude. A titan, the best, if not top three producers of all time. True or false? Uh, Timberland. Yes. Top three of all time. Mm, that'll be a solid mm, yes. I may have to go. Maybe. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's I can't wait till we do the top five producers of all time. Timberland. That's gonna be a fun one. Fire. But came the out top three. came out beat came out beats for everybody, and he hooked Jay Z up with this classic song right here. Jigga what? Jigga who? Why you like that beat? You want to play it again? No. <laughs> Tell me. Explain to the people. That beat, it, it, every beat that I'm going to play from down the line has a different vibe to it. Mm -hmm. But I always like beats that keep you in the zone. Like whatever zone that beat is in, that's a fast paced beat. Mm -hmm. That's a beat that you could not bo technically bob your head to. You won't sit there with your boys and like... <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But that's a beat that like it's like a it's like a good vibe. It gets you up. It, it, it people know the lyrics. It gives the rapper a lot to go off of too. When you got a, a beat like that and you're a hip hop artist, I do just, like the uh, the like spacey sci fi sounds in the back, which is kind of like Timberland's. Um, no, it's kind of like Pharrell, sound, like the Neptune sound. The Neptune's kind of got that that sound. But Timbo does it too. He does like those manipulation things with sci-fi kind of sounds that he weaves them into the beat really smoothly right whereas Pharrell kind of highlights them like Pharrell will make a beat that's meant to be out of space yeah like out of this world type <laughs> thing where Timbaland's like I'm gonna take this out of world sound and put it behind a nice drum pattern and drum beats and, and stuff let it like all that. mix together yeah. well, that's why they're so great man yeah and, but, and uh, that's, no, that's no shot at DJ Premier DJ yeah Premier that's not beating kicking the door 
Oh, it's just not. Dave. If we compare number fives, come on, man. You talking about DJ Premier, the Premier producer? And you talking about who in hip hop history? And who am I talking about? Timbo the the what? The court jester. <laughs> Timbo the king, Dave. All right, man. Stop playing with me. Coming in at number four for me. Let's go. This is gonna be a good list, man. This is. I ain't even gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna introduce it more than this. Okay. Turn my music high, 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 high. Yeah. Cruise control, put your radios up to level sure 10. Do. Let's I'm from the go. Hood to swallow on me. Bullets to follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb the shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence. But it's home sweet home. With personalities clashing, chrome meets chrome. The coke price is up and down like this Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown. All over that brown brown. One slip, you are now gone. Now... Wait, it, I, coming in at number four is the "You Don't Know" beat bye. from the Blueprint bye. by none other than Just Blaze himself. Just Blaze, who is among, in my opinion, one of the more underrated producers. I would agree, but he's fire though. the The mix that he has with Jay Z, the specific chemistry he has with Jay Z, right, and the way that his beats and Jay Z's lyrics come together. The reason I put this at number four for me is because this feels like an impactful, right, um, Jay Z song. It feels like a staple of his career. Like if you did a montage of Jay Z songs yes. when he passed, I would agree. This has to come up, and it might even be the one that starts it because it just has that energy to it of like. Jay-Z is officially a titan of rap uh-huh. And the beat is like this Illustrious big Street record Like it's a genre where you can have them big speak Bass speakers in the back of your car Like the ones that legit should be in your house And you just lay them on their side And put them in your <laughs> trunk And yeah. just had his jaw bumping every window Yeah Where the, the, the trunk shakes And people's car alarms go off as they drive by <laughs> That's some North Philly stuff right there. I agree with you. I love that song, and I don't get me wrong. I, I, I love that song, and I love t- just for the fact that that was put together by Just Blaze. But Dave, I, I mean, I, I, I hear your, I hear your words, and I hear your songs, and that is a classic song. Do not get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, that is a classic song. But this top five list from myself, and I'll speak for Dave too. We coming with nothing. But fire. So five through one is fire. Coming in at number four for me is one of my favorite artists of all time because not only can he rap, and he's a good rapper, he could hit you with something like this right here. Wait till I get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. God, I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. To whom much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. I'm just saying I feel man One of the Cosby's Come on Dave That is none other than Can't Tell Me Nothing By Kanye West Produced by who? Kanye West (laughs) 
Now that's a guy who needs to be like respected as a producer and a rapper simultaneously. To me, he's the epitome. He is the epitome of artist slash producer. Who's better, Tyler Creator or Kanye (laughs) West? Hit me that button real quick. (laughs) That's laughter, Dave. When you hear that, when you hear that la 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 part and that beat drop, your head almost went through the table. That's how far your head nodded down. When that beat hit. Everybody head got to touch the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that's how far your head got to hit the ground, dude. That beat right there, flames. I love that beat drop. And then again, it's a, it's, it's just the, 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 the chords in the background, the way that the drums just play perfectly into it. And then again, this is a song like from from a from you don't know song. Like it's a beat that like the rapper was able to flourish. Like Jay Z killed that beat. Let's get it straight. Kanye killed this beat because well, it's so I mean, good you know, and it gives all it gives the artist such a platform to just do whatever he wants with it. Yeah, I mean the thing about Kanye. Well, yeah, I guess I can say this now. You you know I'm the biggest Kanye fan, so I definitely get that beat as props. It is among the best beats ever, and the reason for it is I've always said that that beat to me is kind of like a hip hop defining type beat. Mm-hmm. Like if you had to go teach somebody in like Aboriginal land in um, <laughs> Australia or something in the middle of nowhere. Okay. If you had to teach an Aboriginal person hip hop, you would play this song among your first few of like this. It, it just, it feels hip hop. Everything about that beat feels like a hip hop song. Right. Almost like it, it's the definition of what hip hop is. Exactly. So it's nuts. <laughs> and the thing describe. I love about Kanye that, that just makes him different I, th- I feel like even to this day, there's still samples that people haven't figured out. Like where he got certain little... That is true. Where did he get that sound where the drums like... Uh. <laughs> I'm sure they figured that one out, but I don't... You know what I mean? Like, I was listening to a song the other day. I'm like, yo, where did he get the sample from? Or like, sometimes you don't even recognize a sample because he, he flips it and reverses it He's or king of it. he slows something down or like super slow, whatever. Yeah, super saiyan. It's just different. Kanye, yeah. Kanye is a different... That's a good one. Kanye is a different artist. And again... I said it from the get-go. None of these songs is going to be trash. I'm excited to hear what's next on Dave's list because I know it's going to be some type of fire, something to get you moving, something to bob your head. So, Dave, what you got coming in at number this three for me, bro? Coming in at number three uh-huh. is a man who changed literally the landscape of hip-hop Okay. forever, irrevocably, Tyler irreversibly. Curtin? Tyler? Coming in at number three for me is Suffer in the Kitchen. <laughs> well, what song? Top five entries. <laughs> Uh, the Drake Josh soundtrack theme song. No, uh, coming in at number three for me. This is where we separate. Uh, okay, okay. To the folks, Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. baby. Too low death, make us so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays me. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. Yo, but yeah. uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand From a young G's perspective And before me digging a bitch, I have to find a contraceptive You never know, she could be earning her man and learning her man And at the same time, burning her man Now you know I ain't with that Come shit, on, Ain't no pussy good enough 
Coming in at number three for me is nothing but a G thing. By the venerable, honorable, legendary Dr. Dre himself. Mm-hmm. That's why when you said Timberland, is he top three? I'm like, I don't know. Because there's names that exist like DJ Premier, Dr. Dre, Kanye. Where does Pharrell fit? Where does Swiss fit? I mean, it's a tough debate, which is why when we have our producer one, I'm really going to need like hours to prep for that, to yeah. really figure out my definitive list. Yeah. But Dr. Dre, the reason that comes in at number three for me is because one, that beat, may, maybe between that one and the California Love beat, both done by Dr. Dre, they literally feel like they encompass the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's what gave the West Coast its um. aura and feeling. I got one coming up that I'm gonna that I'm gonna argue with you on that one on. I got one coming up on my list. Well, I feel I'm like that has a distinct West Coast vibe. And I agree. That's where you know I said Dr. Dre changed the landscape of hip hop because one, he kind of ushered in the West in a major way through his either his production or with NWA stuff, whatever. And that one just feels so like quintessential him. Just the vibe of it, the feel. It's like you want to be in a low rider with the with the top off, just riding through LA. Palm trees, everything. So that's why that song is coming in at number three for me because it was a culture-changing beat, culture-changing song, and Dr. Dre is a culture-changing producer. So that's my number three. All right. I don't know if we're going to... I'm going to rebuttal what you just told me. You said this is where we separate right there. I got a song featuring Titans of the Hip Hop. The Locks, Biggie, Lil' Kim, and Corny Diddy, who uh, Jadakiss wrote his verse. I'm, I'm not even going to say the name. Uh. Uh-huh, yeah. y'all wanna do wanna be ballers shot callers brawlers uh-huh. who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers what else? on the low from the jake and the taurus trying to get my hands on some grants like horace yeah living the raw deal three course meal spaghetti fettuccine and veal but still everything's real in the field and what you can't have now leave when you will Knock me for trying to bury seven zeros over in Rio de Janeiro. Ain't nobody's hero, but I- Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> that is all about the Benjamins, Diddy, Little Kim, the Locks, and of course, the Notorious B.I.G. Beat produced by none other than Suffer in the Kitchen. <laughs> now this is the surprising one. This is the surprising uh, um, producer okay. for me. This is produced by. Do you know who this is produced by Dave? Without even looking it up, I believe it was the it was the collective of the heat makers. It was one of the one of those. Right. So Diddy had that production team, um, or hit makers. I think had the hit makers or beat make something like that. But the one guy who made it, his name was D Dot, and he actually right, right, he, right, he right. made this beat. And it's a surprising beat, but and I think remember it was in that documentary that Diddy had like flew them out to an island or something like right. that and had them all just stay there for like months and months on end and just produce just keep coming up with beats like right. he gave them a luxurious island and just told them come up with beats and I'll pay for everything and this guy came up with all about the Benjamins 
Bismarcky, who Dave's quoted as saying he's not a one-hit wonder. <laughs> Bismarcky actually said, if some, which David had said earlier, if somebody asks which song they the were hitmen, they were called the, the hitmen hit was the group, and D Diddy flies them all out. Yep, D Dot's a member of the hitmen. He flies them all out, and he basically had them uh, compete. He's like, give me the best beat you can you can produce. Everybody go in a room, so guys are like. In the documentary, talked about guys were like upstairs in the bedroom, somewhere out on the patio, somewhere here, somewhere there, and they're just like making beats, listening to samples, and then D Dot pops out with this, and it was a and this was ended over. up being, <laughs> and the competition was over after that. So Bismarcky actually said, Dave, you said this comment earlier. If somebody who didn't know hip hop, what song would you play them? This is what Bismarcky said. He was said he would play somebody all about the Benjamins if they questioned what is hip hop and like what is the. Um, Somebody who has never heard hip hop before. How do you sum up the the music? He said he would play all about the Benjamins. This beat, nom, 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 delicioso, all door work, dude. Backpack. Everybody killed this beat. There's nothing wrong with this beat. This beat is perfection. You could play this beat anywhere. All your uncles and your cousins and your friends will start doing a cipher. And even let's let's make it straight. Big Pun even said in a cipher one time, if you wanted a rap battle against him, he'll even let you rhyme to the Benjamin beat. Cause it's so good, it'll make you sound better. But it won't matter because your dream's still gonna shatter. Right. <laughs> Big Pun was so good at rap. Crazy. All about the Benjamin's beat, produced by D Dot. One of the top Yo, five beats of all time. So I'm looking up I'm looking at the Hitman's uh discography mm-hmm. or credits. They did song. They did songs like "Juicy," "Big Papa," "Warning." They did the "Flavoring Ear" drawn by Craig Mack. Mm. That beat. They did um, "Hypnotize," "More Money, More Problems." All about the Benjamins, obviously. It's all about the Benjamins. They did the "Victory" beat. Ooh, the Rocky sample. Twenty four hours to live. Yeah, they 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 used to fry money, power, respect beat. Ooh, was the hitman. <laughs> Surprised that didn't that wasn't on here. So that you got to shout out the Hitman, man. Yeah, Hitman was tough, and shout out the D Dot for making that that beat. What you got at number two though, Dave? That's my number three for top five beats of all time. All about the Benjamins beat. All right, coming in at number two for me, man. I think you put him a little too low earlier. Are you coming in at number two? Who you going for? Let's get it. Yo, G, they can't stop me from rapping, Kenny. Kenny, hot. Coming in at number two for me is Through the Wire, made by the legendary Kanye West. Classic. And look, I ain't going to say much other than Kanye is one of the best producers of all time, if not the, the best overall producer. That's an argument I would listen to. We'll, we'll figure that out when we debate that. But this through the wire beat for me, Kanye got so many to choose from, honestly. Mm-hmm. And there might be beats that are more 
complicated or complex or maybe even charted differently or better. The reason that that one is crazy to me is because the Shaka Khan sample is nuts. (laughs) The way he weaves it into like a really classic sounding hip hop beat is ridiculous. And the significance of it, that it was his first debut single. Yeah. That really put him on the map as an artist, as an individual artist. That's crazy. Just imagine that's your first. Like. And that song, it literally like gives me, it makes me feel feelings. Like it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it makes me feel feelings. It makes me feel feelings. <laughs> I'll listen to that John sometimes driving and I I get like chills. You start crying. I, I might shed a tear and I might ask for that to be played at my funeral. <laughs> that's how highly I think of that song and that beat. It's just like classic. It's 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 classic. Right. It's among the most classic songs and beats of all time. That's all I got to say about that. Well, if that's how you feel, Dave, coming in at number two for me, bro, we're going to have a clash. I'm going to let you know that right now. You got me up? You turn me up right now? Let's go. Let's get it. This is my number two right here. Um... And, 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 and again, this is a person who is, uh, to me, top three of all time mm-hmm. producers. We're going to play it just like this, Dave. Nigga one, guy. Where we up? Look out for the cops, though. Cash food. Shit. Where we up? Two for fives over here, baby. Where we up? Two for now. fives. Nicks got garbage down the way. Put your Carmelo Anthony three-point headshot. Everything around me. Cream get yeah. Come on, man. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash Take you on the natural joint. Cream, get the here money. We, here we go. Dollar, Check dollar this bill, shit. Yeah. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old man. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young dude, you're rocking the go tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G-York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. This one and that one, pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking rules at 16. And running up in gates and doing it for high stakes. Making my way on fire stakes. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the dough off. Sticking up white boys on ballboards. My life got no better. And then, and I know, cause I know, Dave. If you get to that chorus with Method Man, you know you're gonna lose. That's why you had to put the volume down quick. Well, more cause of time. And people got places to go. People to people to see. Now there's nothing to see. It's only it's only cruise control coming in the area. That is, Cream, by Wu Tang Clan, produced by, the RZA, one of the best. Could be my personal favorite producer of all time. Made classic beats for the Wu Tang, who is prop. I wouldn't say probably Wu-Tang is the best group, musical group of all time. I'm not even going to put a probably up there. I'm going to say they are. There's none other better than Wu-Tang when it comes to a musical group. RZA produced every single one of their beats, which, think about it, redonkulous. And to come up with a beat like that? Right. And everybody fried that beat? Method Man Hook was iconic? That's another, like, hip-hop defining song and beat. Yep. You know what I what I love about that is the sample. And I remember when I saw the sample of the I'm I'm gonna actually play it because it's it's actually remarkable. Like the reason that producers to me I, I've and we're gonna talk about this more when we do our producers episode whenever that comes. But pro, I've always said producers are like modern day 
composers. Like the way we look at Mozart and Beethoven, yeah. we should look at RZA and Dr. Dre <laughs> and Kanye. <laughs> and Timbo, yeah. Like you should say yeah. Beethoven, Kanye West. <laughs> in some order like that. Because they make a song. They make an entire beat and feeling from just scratch out of thin air. So they so, take different songs, different samples, different sounds that they've collected and put into a machine, right? And right. then they produce it. So this is from the cream. This is the cream sample. This is this is the, the you're gonna notice. You're gonna hear it as soon as you hear it. But this is the sample they use to create that beat. Let me hear it. That's crazy. Tough, right? Come on. Youth will never leave me. I'll never go on. I feel free as a bird. By who? By the Carmels? The Charmels. The Charmels. The Charmels. That's a song called As Long As I Got You by the Charmels. Wow. That song came out, Dev, in 19... When did this song come out? In the 50s. 1950s? Wow. And 40 years later, he was out there recording the, one of the most... He used it to make it into the, one of the most iconic, iconic hip-hop hip songs. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. Do you... Um, We're about to get into our number ones. Do you have any honorable mentions? I do. You got I do. one? You got one for I me? Do. What's your what's your honorable mention? My honorable mention uh goes out to somebody who I don't think gets enough credit as a as one of the all-time great producers. Definitely underrated. Um so I'm gonna go Electric Relaxation by Tribe Called Quest. Ooh, it's different. <laughs> That's my honorable mention is Electric Relaxation from A Tribe Called Quest. Um, honorable mention for me, it didn't crack my top five. And actually, I don't even, it's not like it sits ne necessarily number six, but I chose it because I feel like mm -hmm. um, Tribe and Q-Tip specifically don't get enough credit as pioneers in the in the form of beat making and producing that they did. They yeah. was really like... yeah low-key one of the trendsetters and brought it mainstream to where you can do like that alternative sound of hip-hop you know what i mean there's like a whole subsection of hip-hop that's like those kind of off-brand off-beat just different alternative styles and scenario is one of my one of my favorites uh i, I probably put scenario maybe like top 10 top 15 beats i think scenario is really good and again q-tip he did all that stuff for that group. Right. Again, one producer doing all the stuff for one group. It just goes to show you how great they are. And these these are groups that are known throughout history uh, of music. Right. 
a lot of people know them. So, what about you? You got an honorable mention? Come on, dude. Do I got an honorable mention? <laughs> I'm. I don't. I Dave. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a whole buck fifty with you. I don't even need to say the word. I don't even need to say what the song name is. I just got. I just got to play this for you right here. Yeah, nigga. I'm still fucking with you. Still waters run deep. Still Snoop Dogg. Let me. Let me see what your head do when this beat drop. Nah, nah, nigga. What Once happened? Still, still doing that shit, Andre. Oh, for sure. Can't keep it home a lot Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock You hit a bass from the truck when I'm on the block Ladies, they pay homage But haters say Trey fell off How nigga, my last album was the chronic Come on, man Yo, did you see the, um I want the piano <laughs> Did you, that is an excellent beat But it's disrespectful that That wasn't in your top five If you a Dre boy like that I, And that's what I said I said, I think Dre um, that beat is when I think of that beat, I think of the West. Honestly, when you said that earlier, what was the beat again that Dre did? Um, nothing but a G thing. Well, you ain't even G- put it in your top five. Man, blast for me. When you see my number one, you're gonna see why I didn't put it in my top five. Blast for me. Still Dre, still D R E is a classic song Yo, produced by Doctor Dre. Snoop Dogg killed it. The piano was great. I gotta just, I gotta just talk about <laughs> the piano. What's the side note though? What's the side note? Did you see the uh, episode of the Shop with Jay Z? Uh, that was it was like, recently what, like the, the LeBron show. Ago. Yeah, I, I saw clips. Yeah, he uh, Jay Z talked about writing the lyrics for that John, and it's funny. Like when you listen, I never like for for some reason that was one of the hip hop facts. I'm pretty good with them. That was one that like kind of slipped past me. Like I didn't know that Jay Z wrote that those lyrics for for Dre. Right. But when you listen to it, it definitely sounds like Jay Z could be rapping those. But then Jay Z on the shop said. Well, I was trying to think and like almost sound like Dre, so I wanted to emulate him, and that's how I was able to write for him oh, is by thinking so, about how he would perform it. Wow! So he wrote Dre's lyrics. Snoop Dogg did his own lyrics, though. I think he helped write Snoop Dogg's lyrics wow. too. Wow! Yeah, Jay Z is just on another level, huh? But when you listen to Dre rapping, you're like, oh, that does sound kind of sound like a Jay, yeah. Because Dre don't never have that not on beat type of approach, but then on this still Dre, he's rapping like that. Yeah. So I just thought that was pretty cool. That's dope. That's, That's a good crazy. album I'll mention, though. That's a good one. Of course it is, dude. All right, coming in at number one for me, man. I got a certified heat rock coming up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? What you got? What you got here, Pop? This my number one. What you got coming up? Yeah, yeah. And yo, Black, it's time. Word. Word is timing. It's time, man. All right, begin. Yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap But fake niggas don't make it back I don't know how to start this Rappers, I'm up, flipping with the funky rhythm I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition Of pain, I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine Holding the M16, see with the pen, I'm extreme Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes I'm suited up with street clothes Hand me a nine and out the feet froze Y'all know my steelo, with or without the airplay I keep some E&J, sitting pen up in the stairway I either on the corner, betting grants with the CeeLo champs Laughing at bass heads, trying to sell some broken amps G-Packs get off quick forever Niggas talk shit, reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped. Niggas be running through the block shooting. Time to start the revolution. Coming in at number one for me is another Primo. I started off at five with Primo, DJ Premier. 
I'm going to number one with DJ Premier. He produced that whole album, right? Uh, no, uh, Illmatic had a couple different producers on it. Okay. It had Q-Tip. It had I Premier. thought he did. He did most of them, was it? Or he did a good amount. He good and he's amount. done a good amount for Nas just throughout his career. And Nas is one. But of But Nas best. had all like legends on that on that album. I think he had like Pete Rock. And that was the best Q-tip, beat on that album, though. DJ Premier. Yeah, to me, that song is the defining song of hip hop. Interesting. Like if you went to the dictionary and the dictionary had like an audio part. Yeah. And you could be like, show me an example of. Hip hop, yeah. that song should play. I really think that it's like the perfect hip hop song. Like, cause I was just thinking when I heard that beat, I was like, this beat is tough. And then Nas just fuego flinted that frame. Not, that yeah, thing. I mean, setting his lyrics aside, Jesus. which are legendary, that song it, it like takes it like transports you to a feeling. When I listen to it, I feel like I, it's like a like a train ride through some crazy hood or something like that. <laughs> It feels like you just sitting on a train and like Who are you, Eartha Kid? <laughs> it's like you sitting on a on a on a subway john and you just going through different stops and it's like stopping and the doors are opening up. It literally sounds like it was made in the train car. Watch the train car in the, in the hood somewhere. <laughs> in a hood train That's car. That's what it makes me feel. But for everybody else, it, you know, it makes everybody feel different. But the thing is it makes you feel. Dave, I would I would hundred percent agree with you. I would not disagree. Another thing I love about at all. Uh, I just said it a moment ago with the, uh, you know, uh, get bigging up your selection, the cream. But again, the samples. Let me play the sample that this came from. From New York State of Mind? Mm-hmm. All right, let me hear that. And this is called New York State of Mind as well. This mm-hmm. song, this song that he that he took the beat mm-hmm. from. by Joe Chambers. Um, and so it's just beautiful that producers can do that. That they can take a song from a, a genre that has nothing to do with hip hop and just make it into something that's their own. Make it into something brand new and make it something beautiful. Ultimately, that's a samba song. That's crazy. Nothing to do with hip hop. That's crazy. But they go, they sample. They they mix, they reverb, reverb, they pare down, speed up, and make beautiful music like that. So that's my number one. What you got for me? When you when when you <laughs> Dave, this is just this is just in everything. Every rapper did a freestyle to this. This was in a movie. This is an iconic, iconic hip hop song. Produced by a legend. Come on, Dave. I don't. I don't. Come on. I'm. I'm done. This, this has been the cruise control, y'all. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody who listening. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, We're not even yet. Realness. We be the infamous 
you heard of us Official Queensbridge murderers The mob comes equipped for warfare Beware of my crime family Who got enough shots to share for all those Who wanna profile and pose Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone You all alone in these streets, cousin Every man for themselves in his land We be gunning and keep them shook crews running Like they supposed to They come around but they never come close to I can see it inside your face You're in the wrong place Cowards like you just get their whole body laced up With bullet holes and sucks Speak the wrong words Everybody in the 313 <laughs> And follow me But I know something about you Shout out to Avon you all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player Don't make me That's happy why you keep playing this beat You don't even want to turn it off My gunshots will make you levitate I'm only 19 You don't even want to turn this beat off things get for real, my warm Yo, he said, I'm only 18, but my mind is older It was only 18 when they did that song <laughs> It was Ninos Oh so, my god! So we've been we've been doing That's, okay, so Shook Ones, Mob Deep We all know what it is That's classic song Um we uh we all know um what it is um i want to play dave put the volume back up for me uh-huh. put the volume back up for me we've been doing this so i'm gonna do it for my for my number one song okay let me know if you hear it this is a song by herbie hancock it's called jessica This is where Shook One's beat. This is the sample that he took to create Shook One's. controllers to fall asleep that's a that's a nighttime song that's a nighty night song right there but that's where havoc sampled got the shook ones he was inspired from that john to create the shook ones beat did you hear the sample in it mm. no that's why i was like listening intently so it starts around three seconds in this song and the song jessica mm-hmm. i got it queued up i could kind of wait let's play it again so it starts off around three seconds in this play it again. all right i just you rewinded it Three seconds right here. So this piano right That here. little rift right there. Alright, now I'm gonna go back to Shook Ones right okay. now. I'm gonna go back to Shook Ones. Hold up, so I'm gonna fast forward because it comes in at like 23 seconds for this song. Yeah. To all- Hear the piano? Oh, that- Genius, genius, genius. How do you take such a little <laughs> and create masterpiece? Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. That's wild. How do you take such a like 
small, <laughs> insignificant thing and find the inspiration to make a beat like that. And to make one of the greatest hip-hop beats of all time. Yeah. Just of, in general. So and, he took the, the piano chords right there, just yes. that little section of chords, and made a whole song out of it. That's it. That's how he created Shook Ones, because of Herbie Hancock. Havoc is a monster. Havoc, Havoc is a is a is a producer He's that, underrated too. that doesn't get much respect. Yeah. Havoc has made has produced so many great songs, not only for Mob Deep, but for so many other artists. He needs his flowers. Uh he already he passed away already, I believe, right? Havoc, Havoc think he passed away. I think no, Havoc's a lot. Prodigy passed Pro- away. Prodigy passed away? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So nevertheless, Havoc, you gotta give him his, his flowers. That guy creates monstrous beats, and it was just a pleasure. It was an ear pleasure to hear what he <laughs> to hear that beat, dude. And it's crazy that he got it from that Herbie Hancock song called Jessica. So coming in at number one for Dev for my favorite hip hop beat of all time. I'm giving it to Shook Ones Part Two, Mob Deep, produced by Havoc. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, has been episode 40 of the Cruise Control. Yeah, that was a good one. We uh, we've been wait- we've been waiting on doing are like top five beats for a minute that was one of the top fives that we kind of circled like oh this is gonna be a fun one yeah because we just love listening to hip-hop beats yeah we got we got a bunch of them that we want to circle up hip-hop uh uh songs of all time um producers of all time artists of all time we got a lot of them that we want to get into but we we're gonna save them for special occasions we're gonna save them and none other special occasion was episode 40 man we made it through 40 episodes so far and um it's been fun, Dave, doing these episodes. I want to continue to do them. As long as p- people keep listening, as long as people keep asking for them, I'm going to keep making them. I don't care what happens. So, again, uh, we came out with this episode a little late. We had a couple things going on that we had to take care of, but we wanted to release an episode before next week. Um, one thing that I wanted to, I want to tell the listeners, I wanted to do this on, on the show, Dave, so pe- we could kind of start doing this for people. Um, next week is a family vacation for me and Dave. So we will be going away. Yow. We will be going away for a week. So please, we back outside. We back outside. Do not expect an episode next week. We will not be releasing one. Please just listen in through the old ones. You know, text us, call, DM us, call us. I don't know what some of vote. the some of the favorite memories. Vote. We need to <laughs> rock yeah. the vote. We needed votes because there's no way TJ yeah, should have tied with David. Never. <laughs> never. I'm above captain. That's crazy. I'm a general. <laughs> Is that even the ranking? Yes. I'm an admiral and a general. Both. I'm a scholar. <laughs> I'm a gentleman and a scholar. I'm well above a captain. Scout's honor. We need y'all to vote, man. Listen, Please when we put when week. we post up on IG at cruise underscore control pod, right? Yes, sir. Got that right finally. It took 40 episodes. At cruise underscore control pod. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Dave Cruz, Dev Cruz. We post every week. Yes, sir. We want you to vote. Let us know who had the best selection of five beats from hip hop. Which ones made you nod your head? Which ones made you feel good? Did you give it our Instagrams to follow? Yeah. Dev, at Dev, Dev Fu. Fu at Dave Cruz267. There you go. Whoever's been trying to hack me lately, stop. Oh, you've been getting that too? I've been getting Instagram messages saying, oh, sorry you couldn't log back in. Yeah, I've been getting the same thing. No, I read up on it. Isn't it's, What they say is, People will like sweep the internet for just usernames. And because Instagram allows you to put in your username instead of just your either your email address or your phone number, that allows people to just try and get in, knowing that you're going to get the email 
and basically get spammed into possibly changing your password or something. It's, it's basically like trolling. Oh, okay. But through spamming. And they spam your username into Instagram until it says, like, you need to retry to set your password, and it says yes. And then they'll get in that way. Uh. No, it's not that it even get in. It's just like trolling, like, just make you mad <laughs> by having you get emails say you, somebody's trying to log in. Those dastardly kids. <laughs> Those dastardly bots. All right, so that has been episode 40 of Cruise Control. Thank you guys for listening. You know we love you guys. Again, I'll repeat this at the end of the episode. We will not have an episode next week. We are going on vacation, but be expecting an episode the week after. Um, I'm Dev Cruz. This is my brother, Dave Cruz. Dave, what are we ending on, my big brother? Um, Herbie I mean, <laughs> I think we both agree that our illustrious Kanye West is one of the best. Okay. So let me go ahead and take us out with a little bit of Kanye. I would never disagree with that. This has been Cruise Control episode 40. Ooh. I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Back when they thought pink polos are hurt to rock Before Cam got the shit to pop, the doors is closed I felt like bad boy street team, I couldn't work the locks Now let's go